0: Well, hey there. Hey, what's up, Kim? How are what's
1: you? What's up? <laughs> nice shirt you got on.
0: Uh, I, you know, they just called me and they said they needed a 44-year-old player, and, and he has to have American citizenship, so we're going to sign you. So I said, I why you. not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. you been, man? all uh, well,
1: good. Nice to see you. feels like yesterday, but it's been a while.
0: I know. Well, not too long. I mean, too long since New York, but not since uh, Aix in Provence. Where are yeah, you? Yeah, was
1: it was a, a pity that we missed each other? Though I mean, I, I know you guys were there and looking for you, and then you were up drinking beer and everything. <laughs> I was running that, <laughs> yeah. running around trying to get a hold of you. But I suppose you, you had the right priority.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, my Wi-Fi was not working. I know you you texted me, but um, anyways. Yeah. Anyways. first, for, first of all. Thank you, Kim, for uh, agreeing and accepting and taking your time to join uh, this conversation. I'm gonna explain it to you really quickly what this is all, all right. about. Uh, I'm starting the Zoomcast during the time of uh, COVID crisis to get in touch with people that I know that I've connected through handball. So it is a, it is a conversation between uh, either teammates, partners, competitors, or friends, or just dreamers of handball who are forever connected, thanks to the extraordinary bonding power of handball. So, and and the funny thing with you is that this conversation and the reason why this conversation is happening today because on the exact day of November nine, two thousand and seventeen, at nine fifteen p.m., you mm-hmm. decided to send an email. <laughs> send and, an email, yes. Yeah, and tell me that hey, I'm in New York City. I'm in New York City. I've been here for three weeks. And I have only 10 days left. So I just found your website and I wanted to find out what handball is all about. And it's funny how you wrote it. It's like, oh, I played handball for 11 years and I'd won uh, two championships in Germany. I'm like, I, 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 I immediately responded and said, we know who you are. I we remember love, it. <laughs> we will uh, I was that it had, sort of like, how
1: should I put this? Like should I <laughs> not mention anything or should I? Yeah, I, I remember the exact moment. I think I was at some bar with, with two guys that I met at a hospital or something. Uh, and like at the same time, I found your your site. And I was like, hey, I'm going to send you an email. But,
0: I, that that was really, really funny. I mean, we're here right now because that moment at that bar you decided to write to me. So tell me what do you remember about that whole trip? And then we get down to the reasons why you were doing this trip. All right, all right.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean I was I was in New York for about five weeks all in all, I suppose. And I just wanted to spend some some time in the States uh, more or less with no real plans. I, I started out by staying at a buddy's place in, in Brooklyn. Uh, a guy that i met when i went to, to new york a few years uh, earlier uh, and i also remember that i wanted to find some sort of uh, well not community because that's a too strong of a word but uh, some sort of meetup apart mm-hmm. uh, and initially my plan was to find like uh somewhere to play pickup basketball because yeah. uh, I always been into to basketball and, and, and I, yeah just, just meet meet some buddies or meet some some people somewhere and, and uh play some three on three against three or something. Uh, and I remember finding this this website about uh it's like indoor hoops I think it's called. I don't know if you know it. Mm, no. I think it's quite quite known where like they got different spots and you can sign up for just basically pick up basketball. Okay. Uh but somehow I didn't get that to to work there was some bug on the site and i tried like for weeks hmm. um and then so in the end i was like hold on i think i've heard somewhere that there is this handball team <laughs> in new york uh i mean even though i prefer to sort of yeah yeah play basketball for fun you no handball for fun i was like i'm gonna give it a try and then i googled you i think i, re- I remember i recall that you had this uh, event around new year's every yeah. day uh, every year uh A lot of people that I know went there, uh, and that was what sort of popped up in my mind. So I just typed New York City handball. (laughs) I found your site, uh, saw that you were, like, practicing once a week, um, and I thought I'd come around, so... uh,
0: that, that, that was to me the, the funniest thing because I get a lot of emails right from people like say like, oh, I, pl- I, I played high level here. I played so many championships in the world. I, I have 25 years experience in handball, all kind of stuff. And I'm like mm-hmm. used to knowing that 99.9% of those emails are crap, right? But all then right. your email comes in and, and, and I send the email to all the team. I said, hey, guys, on Saturday uh, practice, uh, Kim – is joining us and you should have seen responsive guys like, oh, you're, you're, you're bullshitting. You're lying. Why is he coming? I'm like, you know, the guy's in New York. He wants to come and play. And I remember like 30 or 35 guys showed up. And of course I, I think we, we made your wish come true because we do play basketball but uh, I, mean, I, remember, I remember, 15 on 15, not, not three on three.
1: <laughs> but but like you, you, what, like you, you get a bunch of, you get a bunch of emails as well from like people claiming that they are like pro handballers, but indeed they're...
0: they're not. I mean, do you know how, how many I have? I have from all over the world. I mean, and, and it just, it's constant. Everyone wants to come to play to New York and some people just ask, it's like, I don't want to get paid. Just get me an apartment and food. That's all Uh, they want.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. People like being not even present in New York, but just asking for, for them to sort of be able. Oh, that's
0: (laughs) exactly, exactly. Oh, I mean, I mean that we have this, I, people look at it when they look at our our online stuff. And of course the thing United States has, has it all. all. Yeah. so so the the idea i vision in their head from from smaller countries in the world they think like oh, oh just yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll come and play i have experience i played for my yeah. team i won a, a third division in in
1: who knows where exactly like, i mean you guys being back to back to back etc uh, <laughs> u.s <laughs> champions or whatever <laughs> okay I, I see you funny yeah okay. It, it, I mean, you, you guys really had a lot of players over, right? I mean, now when I think about it, uh, I don't know for how many years you are New York, uh, your New Year's thing uh, went on, but uh, yeah, you, the recruiting side seemed to seem to be working out quite well.
0: Yeah, I, I think being New York City alone, I mean, we have a lot of people right. that come in here for, for other reasons, mostly for work. And some of the guys, I mean, our, our core team, has really good players who have played back home in a certain yeah. level, but they don't claim they are great. We know we know how to play handball, but we are yeah. old enough and we have a re- really good, strong team. But nobody has uh, ideas, visions of, hey, we are great. Uh, but when somebody like Hugh comes in and, and also like this shirt, uh, Sprenger gave it to me. He came to our Yeah, practice. I was about
1: to ask you where.
0: Yeah, Sprenger joined us our practice as well. Mirza Jomba. Carlos Prieto. So we we yeah. have this this platform for people to come in. If you can at least have a good game. But I remember with you though, you come in. You haven't touched the ball for close to a year. Yeah. and,
1: and uh, it's been like four months, I think. So I, more not, more. not that long. But I remember <laughs> felt as if my shoulder was going to sort of just implode.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. To us, it felt like okay, the guy didn't touch the ball, uh, and when you were making sometimes those moves of dropping the shoulder and going between three of us and taking us over. We we're like, Oh man, like, how do you stop this guy? Like, it's like, it's, it didn't even play handball for a long time, but uh, like for all the guys, it was like, just, it, it just changes the mentality when you have someone at that level come in and play back to win back to back championship and comes and plays with us amateurs. Yeah. I mean, it was really, I have to tell you, we, all of the guys appreciated that training and they sit still keep talking about it to this day because it really boosted our energy because winter time is not the best time when you start training with bad weather uh, but it just elevated everyone's desire to keep coming to practice because to okay, me that's, that's the biggest that's, thing if you that's 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 really nice
1: it, to hear uh yeah
0: and
1: it, it was it, it sort of uh, got me going in a lot of ways as well because uh, to me when i look back i think of actually of that practice as the turning point of like the possi- possible possible uh, uh, comeback uh, at all that was like I remember that evening in New York and and I mean we'll Hamble apart but but uh, it was nice just to show up with a, a bunch of unknown people and then uh, go out have a drink and and like the whole whole full experience of it uh, and the thoughts that sort of uh, followed um, and really that was sort of a game changer somewhere for me as well even though things might have turned out the same way anyway but but to me when i recall the whole event it's it's really something particular for for me too for
0: for us it was crazy for me and for all the other guys and i think after our practice when we when we out we went out for for drinks and and many drinks um we were asking or we were thinking like how can you in the prime of your career, winning two back-to-back titles in the most difficult league in the planet, how would you give it up? We play for free. We die to get hurt for free and, but but of course you had the courage and, and, and you were honest to yourself to do the right thing for you at that moment. So I know you were not being happy playing at the time. So you just pulled back and said, that's it for me now. So tell me the moment where, really, you decided which game was it that you said, "Okay, this is it. I'm I'm gonna stop."
1: Well, it's funny you're using the word courage as well because that a lot of people they 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 told me uh, like just breathe, telling me about their thoughts of of my my of me ending my career and the courage is a, is a word that uh, always pops up sort of uh, and to me that was. I mean, I can see that from an outside point of view. Maybe, maybe courage would would be something that would come into play. But to me, it was like the least courageous thing to do because, to me, that was like no other option. And when you find yourself sort of uh, having passed the point of no return, uh, there is no courage needed because it's the only way. Uh, it's the only way to go, sort of, the only direction to take. And I mean, I've, I had those thoughts for years and, and years. And I mean, I, yeah, like more or, or less, and then was, was coming and going. And, and, but, but I remember uh, like the, the, the definite decision, I suppose that I came back from my summer holidays, uh, 2016, and we started the the preseason and, uh, I was just this thing inside of me that, that, told me like uh it's over uh and and that was to me that was nothing more to do than than sort of uh accepting what my buddy in mind had decided Uh, um, so 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 courage i'd say that was that was none uh maybe i remember the sort of announcing that to teammates and, and people around me that was uh something that um wasn't quite that easy to like in the beginning uh since i sort of i know the sport world or like at least the world of of handball and the only thing that you uh there's only one thing that people ask from you basically and that is well you can have a lousy day or whatever you can just be sucky but as long as you keep on fighting and showing like uh that you really burn for what you do sort of uh everything is okay um so then what happens when all of a sudden one guy raises his arm and says hey guy, you know I I I don't really want to be here I'm just here like now the last year because I had to and then I will take up uh, like before the season uh had even started and that was sort of uh yeah that was weird I I was I was quite um nervous about the, the initial reactions of, of sort of the, the, the closer uh, closer circle around me. But none of none of none of that came true of what I thought and feared and, and I was actually I people around me gave me the feeling that I was sort of making their dream come true come true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like after games, players from other teams, et cetera, that I've never talked to before etc uh i had a bunch of people telling me hey i i would have loved to do what you do uh just that sort of yeah out of whatever reason i, I can't and and that was uh i think that was what i've enjoyed the, the most yeah. uh, that i really felt the whole the support of the whole community sort of well
0: you know what it yeah i think you don't consider it's courageous what you did because for you it was the only option, right? Because you, your gut instinct showed that you're not you're not having the drive, the passion, the desire to do it day in day out, and then yeah. at the end of the game, you know, come home and enjoy that you you did a great job. I know that that's called burnout at some point. Uh, but anyone who is on top of their career at the young age that you were. Uh, no matter how they feel, right, they still, in, in it's ingrained in their brains to keep going, keep going yeah. until you fully break, and, and being aware of yourself, of what your needs are, one, and two, uh, having the confidence, I think, I guess it's a better word to say than courageous, having the confidence to pull the plug at the moment yeah. where nobody, <laughs> I think 99% of the people would not do it, because one, You're playing in the best league in the world. You are the champion. You're playing great uh, sort of purpose, like life purpose that you're doing. All Mm -hmm. the things we all dream about, all the handball players dream about, but it didn't make you happy. So you had the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to stop and let's see what happens. Let me just take that, that freedom of doing whatever I want to. Now that, the actions you did Absolutely helps all the handball players because many are on the the same boat, a lot less successful than you were. But still, to have someone successful do this stuff opens the doors where you say like, you know what, I'm going to stop for one year. I'll go explore and then maybe I come back. I come back, one, as a better person, two, with a passion to play, and three, maybe I'll be successful again, but that's not why we live our lives.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. That I... Yeah, the, I see that point as well, and and, and I mean, if it, if I hadn't done it personally, and if I had seen someone else do what I did, uh, uh, and I would have had the same feelings that I had at the for the time being, that would, I mean, I suppose even for me that would have been like a source of inspiration. Uh, yeah, and and that is, I mean, the the thing that made me the most happy in all midst of all this, is 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 that it gave me the feeling of sort of regaining control of of my life sort of it was the first time that i actually that i was that I was in the driving seat and that I took a decision and you know otherwise things, things they have just popped up uh, along the way, and you know opportunities come along and you say yes, you say no uh, but you're not really active in the whole process uh, you know you go through school and you Hamill, you get offers etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Things just happen, uh, and those this was the first time that I really had the impression that okay, that it give it gave me uh, like a really well, I think it has boosted my confidence enormously to know that whenever I find myself in a position where I'm not happy, where I don't want to be, uh, I know that I have been there before, and I have I know how to. Cut things loose and 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 do something else, uh, and to feel that you know I, I now I'm here because I want to be here, and 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 I'm yeah I'm in the I'm in the front seat sorry.
0: Uh, And and that is that is critical I think for any person, especially at certain age in their lives. Yeah. Uh, when you reach certain goals, and you know ultimately it's your well being that matters. And again, as you as we talk, uh, having. The, the confidence and being courageous to do this and also inspirational for all the other people. I think you, you have done that. And also on top of it all, after you decided to go back for that short stint with Ryan Lowen, I mean, everyone knows this, but I think it's also a very noble thing to do is you came in still with a mindset like, okay, let me give it a shot. Let me get my, my burning uh, drive inside to play, but I don't want the money. Let's, let's donate this money to the charities and I think Ryan Loban also played an important part that they formed a campaign together with you. You guys raised yeah. around thirty thousand euros to divide between three uh, yeah. charity organizations. I thought that was phenomenal too it just It was a smooth transition of really <sighs> relieving yourself yeah. and coming back to enjoying what you you 're good at
1: yeah I mean it was to me it felt like the right thing to do as well, not uh... Yeah, I've had, I don't recall where from where I got the idea, but but the whole thing of, of being back to where I came from, sort of, and to me, uh, Lowen is is my you know it's my second home with with players, teams, city, everything around, and it just felt right that if I ever come back, uh, that will be out of other reasons uh, that has nothing to do with uh, with money and and, and I mean the reason why I got back there in the first place was that I mean I, I hadn't excluded a potential comeback uh, I think like halfway into the season they had like enormous uh, injury uh, problems with like almost half a team where we out and I was sort of in a constant dialogue with uh, with some of the players and and I had told myself as well like beforehand like if. if some if any of you will break uh if, if there are more players to 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 break down and be injured you will find yourself in a sort of a yeah, really tough position and, and and to me that was you know getting back home just having a nice few months with with my old friends and yeah, you know, vacation at home and yeah uh, the, the, the whole package sort of uh, suited suited the mentality and the overall experience
0: well you know i even though reinecker loven at one point a while ago was our sister partner club in, in right. no, i didn't know yeah it was just it, nothing happened with it but okay. um <laughs> it's uh um, uh christoph christoph mons who who is uh
1: christoph yes of course yeah exactly was, yeah. because he was one of the main organizers for the whole new exactly. york
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he right, was, yeah he was a part of it and of course we had uh uh Icelandic left-hander uh, um, uh, all of many guys from Ryan Lohan came in uh, yeah. to, to New York but I remember the moment you decide when you decided to go back you were supposed to become the first ever player from the world to play for New York City in Northeast League in West Point and I can't <laughs> believe it because I know you had to make a call and, and speak to so, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, remember, I remember
0: the story, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're going to put him in a roster. I put him in the roster, and the guy, the commissioner, who was looking at the roster is like, Vinny, are you kidding me? I said, what do you, what do you mean? Kim is going to play? I said, yes. He's like, yes. Like, but <laughs> in my head, I was thinking, okay, I know it's not fair, but we always win these games. It doesn't matter, but it would be great for the opponents to have an a opportunity to play against you. And, of course, for our guys, it would be fun. It would be just yeah. one of those memories. But then right before we get in there, you got the call that you cannot play because of potential. Yeah, it, was, uh,
1: it was the right call, I think. So but exactly. Then. But but still, I mean, now when I think about it, like, of course, I could have played, I suppose. But I just, yeah. I no, the you never know. Behind. But, but still, yeah, I, I remember coming along with you and just <laughs> spending a day at West Point and seeing yeah. you sort of uh, whipping those. Uh, I think I'd never seen such a... Such fit guys play handball like like that uh, <laughs> was it, the American military team or whatever and, <laughs> and that was I remember the pleasure of um, seeing you like sort of uh, whipping those guys asses like with, with you in the front sort of I don't know how old you are but uh,
0: <laughs> not, not too old <laughs> you,
1: you guys coming out there like uh, in front sort of overly motivated to youngsters full of testosterone yeah. uh, <laughs> Like with the physics that I've never seen anything like it uh, on a handball court, and that was that
0: was that was fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great to have you on that bench uh, on that. It was it was really fun time. But I also remember, um, I mean, we didn't get to play handball there, but we played a little bit one-on-one basketball shooting you and I, and like in West Point, um, you were lucky. You won. Yeah, 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 you were very lucky. Got
1: like yeah. big memories. To oh, play. okay. Yeah. So then,
0: then I won. I won. All right. All remember right. It. Yeah. Well, I wasn't lucky. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. we played, and yeah. yeah, that was funny because I was I was playing with the other guys, and then you came in, and of course you you had a better shot than me. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Nobody yeah. remembers that. It took a lot of practice to get that shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do do you know that according to Wikipedia, you are still a retired Swedish table player? Uh, I didn't know that. No, yeah, someone has to change that because mm-hmm. you're not a retired player. You're
1: referring to to uh, to what what language Wikipedia? English. Okay. Well, I mean, you could change that, right? Couldn't you?
0: I could, and I will change it. I mean, I I was just checking last night. I was like, okay, no, this is old. Um, so. Okay but
1: uh, uh, i't been checking out, i haven 't been checking that out for a long time, so uh, I, I can't give, give you any news of, of the yeah. details of my wikipedia status yeah
0: okay, I know it, so I will change that one. so right, right. i want I want to go back to another another time uh, where we didn't know each other, but I was at the two thousand and twelve Olympic Games I was in London okay. um, and you obviously were representing Uh, Swedish national team I actually watched one of the games you against Great Britain because I had certain tickets and um, and um, I remember that game vaguely but I remember that you guys were walking uh, uh, walking like you felt like you were walking and those guys were trying hard and they had a Swedish former Swedish player in their team and anyhow past that uh, you guys really made a run And I don't think you were the favorites at any point, but Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, boom, 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 you went to the finals. Now, that finals, um, actually, after London, I went back to Kosovo for vacation, and I watched the game on TV. And I remember, and I'm sure you will remember, the last play that happened where where Abalo went between two. The the reason why I am mentioning this one, because obviously... Avalod did something that uh, no one else would ever do in normal circumstances, like fake left, right, and then go between two people and not go anywhere and just drop an easy floating ball, mm-hmm. bounce in front of the goalie. It was just one of those silly goals. And at that time, there were 20 seconds left. They were up by one, and that made them that was, up by two. That was over. The game is over. And, and you were there next to him, and I don't know who else was next to, to you. So I look at that, and you were much younger then. Um, how important that moment was in your development as a player or desire to achieve more? Well, it's funny that you mentioned
1: it because I think I, I spoke about, not about that moment in particular, but, but about the Olympic finals uh, just the other day. And because one of, one of the events of my career that uh, keeps on popping up in my mind and like the, the deception of having lost that final because. I remember the French, they were, they could have been beaten and otherwise you always had the feeling when when you were against the French that no no matter what you do, they will win sort of. They were just indestructible. But I remember that day that you sort of, you had the feeling that actually they weren't on top, Uh, but we were even less so. And I remember like to me personally, it is as if that Olympic final never took place. Uh, It was like a distant dream uh I was having a lousy game I remember the other Kim he wasn't uh all too good either and still we only lo- uh, lost by by one goal. Uh, and and I mean to to us guys you you mentioned that uh, we came into the tournament we had just uh missed the uh World Cup qualifications uh against Montenegro yeah uh and there had been like meetings throughout the summer and crisis and whatever. And, you know, we didn't have, really have any expectations, I suppose. And then all of a sudden, uh, we were in the semis against Hungary. And I think to all of us, that was our gold medal yeah. game. Because, you know, I, I suppose it must have been a dream come true for, for the Hungarians as well. Yeah. To, to play against Sweden in an Olympic semi, semifinal. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we winning that one and securing our, our medal that none of us could have dreamt of be before uh, before the games um, and I remember that uh, I mean, of course, handball has always had like a certain popularity in Sweden but, but the, during those Olympics uh, I think we were on like all uh, front page of every single Swedish newspaper and you really had the impression I remember the impression before the final that it was just too big to handle because I suppose I wasn't I wasn't ready because we had our medal we had went further than we ever could have dream, uh, dreamed of uh, and it was as if everything that I had done in my life was sort of converging onto that uh, field that day at that exact hour and that the attention of the whole swedish population was like everyone was present and 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 I just however I tried I couldn't get into the mood. I was I was there but I was I was somewhere else. Uh, but then the, this last goal um that Abalou score that was I remember as well because I, I think I didn't even realize that they were one player down, right?
0: Oh I don't remember that.
1: Oh I don't I, I think I think we were playing six against five. I'm not quite sure. Oh wow I don't remember. Um and I was completely mispositioned uh from where I should have been and and that I, like looking back, that was all my fault that he could score that goal. That was just me being, yeah, having lost concentration. Um, yeah, anyhow, I still think of that Olympic final. I still think like, I mean, you could have had that gold medal instead of the silver medal, even though it's uh, the thing that I'm most proud of, yeah. of all, everything in, in my career is having an Olympic medal. And I remember being, I was uh, at um, Karabatic's place this uh, this week actually. Uh, a few of few of the guys that uh, who stayed in paris we uh, we had a drink and we met up for the first time in, in ten weeks sort of um, and he had like all of his medal in, in, uh, <laughs> in his living room and yeah. uh, except for the Olympic ones and I thought I would finally get at least you know <laughs> get to hold this Olympic gold medal in my hands that I that I missed 2012 but they were in a safe somewhere else and I, I <laughs>
0: well. Access denied. I, yeah. Well, you know what? The way I, uh, the reason why I brought it up, because, again, one, Sweden, as a team, as a country, has always kind of reached those moments, like winning silver, bronze, and this would have been the first time, would have, you would have won the gold. Secondly, you were very young at the same time. I mean, but third, I, I'm saying this. I mean, again, you are in a different level, but I played handball for my whole life and. These games, these moments, that one game that you lose like this, it drives you crazy, it stays with you forever, but I think it makes you a better player and readier for everything else. So to me, I think you lost that one, but you won two back-to-back Bundesliga title because you never lost focus again.
1: Oh, yeah, you never I mean, miss
0: that opportunity it's, it's,
1: exactly that was that was that was your, your question to begin mm-hmm. with uh, to me sort of this olympia experience feels like when i look back that was like an experience apart somewhere uh although i've always had that in the back of my mind like if i ever come back and if i ever get the possibility to play in olympics i will try not to miss out on that detail of, yeah. of what is my objective coming into the tournament? And it's not over until like, you know, I I would go for the goal. And I know in 2012, we were happy. Everything was great. Um, And yeah, it just, the head was turned off. And so that, I mean, it's too bad that it got postponed because like coming back, one of my main objectives as well, even though I know it would have been extremely hard, but but still like, okay, the 2020 Olympics.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, To have like this big grand finale, end the my yeah. career, et cetera, et cetera, and, and going for, yeah, for...
0: Hey, it's, it's for still, play, there's, like, still <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. There's exactly. still Who knows? This time yeah. around
1: as, as well, I'm saying who
0: knows because... <laughs> <Yeah>. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I you know, it, it's, I remember that that day very clearly and I, I thought France is going to lose even though they, nobody thought we'll ever lose, but uh, you yeah. guys played a great game. So another thing, funny thing that happened uh, between... Between us, yeah. There you go. I
1: was just when you when you when you were mentioning moments that made you stronger or whatever. I mean, the only thing that I always come to think of is is our championship finale apart against Kiel in two thousand fourteen. Uh, oh yeah. If, if you recall, where in the end they we were equal in points, et cetera, et cetera, and they had two more goals scored uh, throughout the whole season.
0: Uh, oh that I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. That's when you guys started really beginning to to exactly to exactly take yeah. that stage, taking Keel away from from being number exactly. One. exactly. But that was one of the most heart
1: breaking, like <laughs> ripping everything apart moments of, of my life, I think. And I've never seen like grown-up men breaking down really to that point. I remember going home in the bus afterwards and like being uh lining up uh, at mcdonald's to get our burgers and, and like one after another just started to to weep out loud like out of the blue uh like throughout hours and that was that was that was hard and i mean that was the reason to me why we could win afterwards to to championships because we had experienced that everyone together
0: well you know let's stay in this one a little bit because i what was the most special thing about Ryan Necker-Lowen do- during those three years? Because you ser- definitely had the most fun time playing handball at those times where in Germany, it's like really like, do this, do this. But you guys had fun. It looked like you, the game just changed, was flowing and you were playing free in a way. What what made it so exciting and, and interesting?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've, we always had... Was always a great team. Uh, I think I always we did, like group-wise, it worked out great together. I up until then I had never experienced something else than like a, a well funct- functioning group. Uh, but I had heard like I know how how things turned out or how things were before the the major changes yeah. in 2012 were sort of half. That the team went away and, and, and other guys came in and, and that was sort of the starting point where I know the people who were there before and then afterwards everything changed. Uh, I mean then the last successful years that we had, I'd say that the core of the team had been intact for 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 like at least five years. When I think back of all of that, I, I know that Pedersen, Schmidt and I we played basically 60 minutes more or less together every single game for five years straight yeah. uh, um, and that is when you realize that what I mean me coming to Paris and all of a sudden I realized that uh, to what point uh, it's, it's uh, collective and it has to work with your teammates as well and the system and just yeah. the mentality and, and the, the philosophy uh, which I'd been taking for granted before because I'd been on the same team with the same guys for five years and I knew their every move. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, everything comes down on you. It's like, hey, it's, it's really everything is just about knowing what the guy next to me is about to do. Yeah. Uh, and and so that was to me like one of the one of the key factors. And then uh, especially with uh, with Nikolai Jakobsen coming in as, as yeah. a trainer as well, uh, and just the importance of of the match between the the coach and the team, it's not that something is yeah. better or, or worse. It's just that your mentality matches with mentality of uh, of your players, and 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 that uh, that was the
0: case. It just yeah. yeah, I mean, I I loved watching you guys play. Uh, it was really fun watching you play, and of course, Davidenko was came here to Big Apple, and actually played in one of the All Star right. games. I don't know how old was he at that time. I mean. But uh, I, I remember him getting into the game, six shots, six goals to our best goalkeeper at that time, national uh, goalkeeper for USA. All six shots, different angles, different speeds, different placement. And and I have videos, of all that stuff. And I was I was telling Ivan, I'm like, look what he did to you. He's like 50 years old. He's like, you know what? Get in the goal, and you'll see. Like his wrist movement, his elbow, mm-hmm. and all honestly. Until that day, I knew he was a coach, but I didn't know that he was such a good player. I, I don't remember watching him when he played before yeah. Denmark. But I think that's a crucial element of a coach that enjoys having fun with uh, the players. I think yeah. It was one of them. Well, the the funny thing, another funny thing that happened between you and me was when I, when I showed up with a team in Aix-en-Provence, and i don 't think you you knew that we were planning to go to France and you got me in touch with a guy yeah, I knew
1: exactly I knew you were in Montpellier et yeah. but i didn't know that you, i didn 't know that you would show up <laughs> next
0: and then scream while you are warming up, kim, Kim, and you're looking at me like what the hell, and then you showed up was like what <laughs> that was funny,
1: yeah, I mean to me it was sort of two separate lives sort of uh coming together like because you belong to yeah, the period of my life that was sort of ripped out of everything, you know, everything else, like just a uh, time apart uh, that took place somewhere in a distant past, and, and, <laughs> and I don't know what. And then, sort of having those two reunited. Uh, in action, like, uh, Provence. That was, that was just to me. It was, it was. It was. It was funny.
0: Yeah, it was funny. You played. You played a great game that day. It was a. It was a really good. Yeah, game. I, re-
1: I remember that I had the, the impression that in the beginning, like damn, Like I got I to gotta score some goals or whatever. You're I got sure the guys, guy
0: from New York. <laughs> guys over from New York
1: watching me. So, so yeah. We
0: took all this flight.
1: You cannot not have a great day. I know. I, yeah, I suppose I could have, but luckily I didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy you didn't. So I, I'm glad that happened too. I mean, that's, again, brings me down to the whole situation we're in. All it began from you being in a bar, sending that, that email, and then of course, me knowing who you are before that, but because, you know, the way who you are, but, um, ultimately now we're connected. We're connected forever, uh, wherever we're going to be and whatever we're going to do. Obviously handball is essential part of my life because it's, it's a passion hobby. It's not my job. Uh, and, um, and for you you're back to it again, which I'm happy you are because you have plenty more years and I hope you're enjoying it. So, um, just have a quick question, I, I before we end. I know, to, this year is supposed to be your last year with PSG. What are your plans? What's happening? I'm
1: uh, <laughs> going to Hong Kong uh, to university. Uh, I mean, I've applied. I've, uh, I've been admitted. Uh, huh? And exactly, yeah. That, that, um,
0: wow, that's yeah, huge.
1: Exactly. So I mean, that that was, I mean, coming back, I sort of had the plan that. Probably it'll be for two years. It'll be for for my PSG contract, and then sort of I'm I'm gonna try to come back and in order to prepare my next step in life. because last time I took off, that was just to quit handball. Uh, this time around is more of, you know, I'm, I know I'm gonna miss it like a lot. Uh, and I mean, I'm somewhere I tell myself like, is it really over? You know, I don't know. And special in particular in, in, in these times of, of uncertainty that. Uh, yeah. you know, when, we'll just see but for now at least uh, I suppose I've, I've played my last game and um, so I yeah the plan is to go to Hong Kong and uh, start undergraduate studies and uh, live in Hong Kong for at least four years um, I just just wow. press my fingers that uh, that yeah that I'll be able to go there at all
0: uh, yes but what's going on right now but
1: exactly so that's the, that's the plan if uh, if i can't be there physically because i mean they've had like online classes since january
0: yeah
1: and yeah are things going to be able to to open up or not i, I don't know so i mean if if, if if i can't go there i you know everything else could could happen really but that's the that's
0: the plan well first of all congratulations i think that's another amazing step forward um for you for your life uh, well, that's, again, good news. I guess I don't have to switch Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't, you're right. <laughs> Keep the things the, the way they are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, when, when is a uh, plan to fly when you can?
1: Yeah, well, if I, I mean, classes are supposed to start in the beginning of September. Uh, okay. i'm planning on being there a few weeks before and i suppose i'll have to go uh, through a two weeks uh, quarantine anyway uh, yeah. quarantine anyway so uh yeah august mid-august
0: okay. okay well congrats again and um i hope when all this settles down and you settle down in hong kong um there are a lot of direct flights from hong kong so any chance coming to new york always yeah good good Good. And we can always have a place in a roster for you, whether you play all right, all right, or, okay. or not. I'm
1: happy <laughs> to hear that. I'm just, yeah, I just hope you won't eliminate anyone to, to to sort of make room because then I think I'll uh, – That just Okay, if it's you, I'm
0: <laughs> – One <laughs> elimination right here.
1: <laughs> all right, I got you.
0: All right. Kim, thank you so much. Well, thank um, you. Have a great rest of the weekend, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. We will. All right, man. Thank all you right. so much. Bye, Kim. Nice talking to you.